0: I don't think it's that they didn't try. Don't let them off that easily. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Damon Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. Ooh boy. Red Wings 5, Penguins 4 in overtime this after. A four to nothing first intermission lead. If I wasn't there, as a great man once spoke, I wouldn't have believed it. If I wasn't in the locker room afterward, I wouldn't have believed how hard they took this. And if I hadn't asked Mike Sullivan what all went wrong and gotten this reaction from him, I wouldn't have believed that either.
1: Well, I think you can become hard to play against so many different ways. And, and for me, the, the, the most important thing that needs to happen is teams that are hard to play against don't beat themselves. If, if you're going to get beat, it's going to be because the team brings a tremendous effort and pays a significant price to beat you. And, and I think that's, uh, for me, that's, that's rule number one. We can't beat ourselves. And when you look at the last few games, we're beating ourselves in a lot of ways. You know, give our opponents credit, not to take anything away from them, but you know, I look at I look at the way the games have played out and um I just think the standard is higher and we're not, none of us are living up to it, myself included. We're uh we gotta do a better job coaching this group so that we understand what it takes to win, and right now we don't.
0: Yeah, he's mad. Yeah, they all were mad. All of them. Uh, This wasn't a case of them not caring or just saying, eh, heck with it, we're just going to take a couple of nights off. That'd be convenient. That'd actually be a welcome thing. In fact, if you'll go back to yesterday's episode of this very program, that was pretty much what what would have been universally accepted, even embraced. ...about that debacle on Long Island. Because you could just say, eh, just one of those. Not this. Not this. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they played hard... ...or they were skating through the walls... ...in trying to hold a 4-0 lead... ...or a 4-1 lead, or 4-2, 4-3, and then it's 4-4... ...because the Red Wings never stopped coming... And the Penguins never had a counter for it. And that's real. That's realer than the final score. That's realer than however it is anyone felt inside that building or home watching on TV or wherever when that puck went behind Casey DeSmith to end the evening. It's not about a lost point. It's not about the size of the blown lead. It's about the fact, and I mean cold, ugly fact, that one team kept coming and coming and coming, and the Penguins had no answers for it. And this despite quite possibly having answers available to them. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how one dollar can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Want an answer? Get Brian Dumoulin out of the lineup. No, again, I'm not scapegoating. I don't. I don't like to do scapegoating, and I especially don't like to do it to two-time Stanley Cup champions with impeccable character and credentials and all that other stuff. And there was Dumo in the locker room after the game last night, standing tall and answering all the questions, and I don't care. He's on the ice for almost every goal the other team scores. This does not require advanced analytics. And it's happening again and again and again. And there's no way that Sullivan and his coaching staff aren't noticing this. There's no way that Ron Hextall and Brian Burke aren't noticing this. Jeff Carter does nobody any favors by scoring two goals last night. I know that sounds absurd to say, but when you look at the overall damage that he does on the rink... And you look at the trust, the blind, implicit, 1000% trust that everyone still puts in him. And he's sent out on the rink to win a face off on the penalty kill while protecting a one-goal lead in the final three minutes, and he gets completely cleaned. And then the puck goes around to the other edge, and Dumoulin is spinning around like a top. And then the puck goes across to David Perron, who shoots into an open net because Carter is spinning like a top. This team has two players who need to come out of the lineup and be replaced by players who are a better fit for this team's needs. And what I mean by that specifically is more of the hard-to-play-against, to to quote Barry Melrose from years past, type of players. What exactly Sullivan and Hextall had said they'd set out to do over this past summer? Well, to an extent, they succeeded. Ryan paling has been hard-to-play-against. Josh Archibald's been hard to play against. Neither of them were hard to play against last night, of course, because they're both out with injuries. But this team does not have enough of those, even with everyone in the lineup, because this team keeps pretending that, A, Dumo can still play. He can't. And that Carter can center a third line. He can't. He hasn't been able to play center in the National Hockey League for a long time, At any reasonable level, I am not to repeat, not sitting here suggesting that the Penguins blew a four goal lead and lost in overtime because of two players. Rather, I am pointing toward the same two players as having the same problems through all of this team's games, including the ones that are resounding victories. They are shortcomings in this lineup. And this lineup needs to have a balance. It needs to have a sense that, okay, 4 nothing lead. Now we're going to put our third and fourth lines out there, and they're just going to get some good quality zone time in the opponent's end, and they're going to uh, make sure that we're staying on focus. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen with the Carter line. It doesn't happen with the Teddy Bluger line, unless Teddy's got all his guys. There's no answer. There's no counter. How about this? You get to the third period. There's still a two-goal lead. The crowd is trying to get the team going. The crowd is trying to get everyone in the right frame of mind and focus. And the third and fourth lines are just invisible. That's when you need them to come out and battle for some loose pucks and scrape and claw and scratch and... Do whatever's necessary to maintain possession deep in the other team's end. When was the last time this team had a line like that? Yeah, right? It was Teddy between Brandon Tanev and Zach Aston Reese. Before that, you probably have to go to HBK. Gotta find it. You've got to find a real live third and fourth lines. And you've got to let Ty Smith play ahead of Dumoulin you just do. It doesn't matter who's getting offended. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from Frank, who says Dumoulin and Carter are the new Michelle Ouellette. Sully just can't quit them to the detriment of young, hungry players like Drew O'Connor, who need NHL minutes in a game like this to further their overall development. Why is this so hard for Sullivan to see? You know, Frank, I I appreciate the Ouellette bomb (laughs) that you dropped into your question just because it shows how long you've been following the team and how closely. I'm not going to make that same parallel. Ulette was a minor league sniper who could only do one thing, and that was Snipe. And he was very much a teacher's pet to the uh, era that you're pointing to about 18 years ago in, in Pittsburgh hockey. But he wasn't an established player. He wasn't a multiple-time champion the way we're talking about with Dumoulin and Carter. And this is different. This is different. Uh, it's a it's a confounding situation in some ways, I'm sure. And I'm being serious now. Because on one hand, you have the NHL's number one penalty killing unit. And they're coming off of this big streak of successes until uh, the Dylan Larkin goal last night broke that. I think it was at 24 in a row. And Dumoulin and to a lesser extent Carter we're part of that. So it could sound like I'm unfairly cherry picking on a single game here. Oh yeah. PK finally gives up some goals and you start rapping on those guys. Except that the problems that I'm describing are things that they're doing, whether it's PK or five on five that are really, really hurting things. And, That's not about to change. I really believe that. Not on either front. I have suggested a couple of things. That Dumoulin gets scratched for a while, works with Todd Reardon, returns to simplifying his game. That Carter gets shifted to the wing where he's belonged for about three or four years now, including in his final days with the Kings. That's where they had him. And now all of a sudden he's got this big prominent role in the center of the ice. Why? 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 Sullivan's talking about puck management. Look at Carter's puck management. Not just in this game. Look at it overall. They've got problems here. But as you're pointing out, by bringing up O'Connor with his one-man four-check wrecking crew that led to his goal last night, there, there's a benefit to at least seeing what these people people can do. You call up Ty Smith the night after a train wreck of a game on Long Island. Uh, You know everyone's going to be gassed regardless. So you have a couple of fresh bodies. Let them play. Let them play. Drake Kajula was called up yesterday, too. He didn't play either. Instead, you put the same tired guys out there to play 24 hours later and just (sighs) They, there are so many good things about this organization and the way they're run and the respect that they show for people who have achieved things. And I really i am not looking past that. But I don't believe that this team is better off by dedicating the entire 2022-23 season to some seven-month farewell tour for a couple of guys who can't play anymore. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do this again tomorrow.